Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. With the hopes of reining in bid protests, the Pentagon sends Congress a legislative proposal to force vendors to choose whether to challenge contract awards at the Government Accountability Office or the Court of Federal Claims. Contractors would have 10 days to bring cases to the COFC, the same deadline used by GAO. This eliminates the option of using both avenues. Major changes are happening today at U.S. Cyber Command. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. At a ceremony at Fort Meade, Cybercom will officially become a full unified combatant command, reporting directly to the Secretary of Defense. It's been a subsidiary of U.S. Strategic Command since it was first created in 2009. Also today, General Paul Nakasone will become the new commander of Cybercom and the director of the National Security Agency. He'll replace Admiral Mike Rogers, who is retiring. Among Nakasone's upcoming challenges is to help Congress and the President decide whether it's time to end that dual-hat arrangement that puts one official in charge of both organizations. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. A Republican lawmaker seeks to lock in lower tax rates for service members. Congressman Ralph Norman introduces the Permanently Amending Tax Cuts for Our Heroes, or Patch Act. The bill would make rates in the new tax reform law permanent for members of the armed forces. The bill coincides with the start of Military Appreciation Month. House Veterans Affairs Committee Chairman Phil Rowe introduces new VA community care legislation. He says the bill reflects a partisan deal VA congressional leaders agreed to last month. The Mission Act would require veterans to get access to community care if VA doesn't offer the service the veteran needs or if the veteran was eligible for outside care under the 40-mile criteria detailed in the Veterans Choice Program. The House VA Committee is expected to mark up the bill next week. It already has the support from a variety of veteran service organizations. VA wants to stop manually scanning more than 3 million employee appraisal forms. The Veterans Affairs Department seeks to take its electronic employee performance management solution to the cloud. VA releases a request for information asking industry to help in automating the entire process. VA wants the new cloud solution to bring the five performance forms used by VA employees online as well as to complete the required workflows and automatically upload the appraisal package to the electronic official personnel file. VA says the current manual process costs more than $30 million a year and makes transparency and auditability more difficult. I'm Jason Miller. Some of NASA's biggest space missions are falling behind schedule and over budget. The Government Accountability Office finds major project launches were delayed by a year on average. It's the biggest delay for NASA GAO has found in the last 10 years. It also found the Orion crew capsule lacks a current cost estimate. NASA plans to use Orion to send humans to the moon and eventually Mars. The U.S. Patent and Trademark Office will pass an important milestone sometime in the next month. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. Sometime in the next few weeks, officials don't know precisely when, USPTO will grant the nation's 10 millionth patent. The agency has been working to reduce the patent application backlog, now at about a half a million. At last night's Inventors Hall of Fame induction gala, PTO Chief Andre Iancu called the intellectual property system the crown jewel of the U.S. economy, culture, and history. I'm Tom Temin. The Office of Management and Budget says it has no records of the comments and recommendations it solicited from the public about its government reorganization initiative. Responding to a Freedom of Information Act request, an OMB FOIA officer says it couldn't locate any files on the hundreds of thousands of public comments it said it received. And the Bureau of Fiscal Service at the Treasury Department gets a new leader this week. Kim McCoy replaces Cheryl Morrow, who retired after nearly 40 years of federal service, as commissioner of the BFS. McCoy has been serving as the deputy commissioner of the Bureau and joined Treasury in 1992. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.